Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This should be headline news, yet for some inexplicable reason, it isn't. Benjamin Netanyahu, Prime Minister, of course, of Israel, and a man responsible for grave, grave war crimes on a colossal scale, has made Israel's intentions very clear, and that is the mass removal of the Palestinian population from Gaza, or to use that gruesome euphemism which emerged in the horrors of the Balkan Wars of the 1990s, ethnic cleansing. Now, according to Israel Hayom, that's the biggest newspaper in Israel, and it is also, interestingly, close to Netanyahu himself, Netanyahu told the Kud party members at a meeting that he was working on finding countries ready to, in quotes, absorb Palestinians from Gaza. He said, Our problem is countries that are ready to absorb them, and we are working on it. The world is already discussing the possibilities of, in his words, voluntary immigration, adding a team must be established to ensure that those who want to leave Gaza to a third country can do so. It needs to be settled. It has strategic importance for the day after the war. Now, firstly, let's just dismiss voluntary as the insulting nonsense that it is. The people of Gaza do not want to leave their homes. Of course, most of them have been now forcibly displaced. 81% of Gaza's population already are refugees. That is, they are the families of those driven from their homes in Israel's official borders during and after the 1948 Nakba, or catastrophe. Now, they've already been forced to flee internally, and they have learned throughout their history a bitter lesson, that once driven out, they are invariably never, ever going to be allowed back. Now, a pre-war poll found that the vast majority of Gazans don't want to leave their homes. And actually, interestingly, that's higher than, say, Iraq, Jordan, Lebanon, Morocco, Sudan, and Tunisia. For many Westerners who served a daily diet of inflammatory racist coverage from newspapers, leaving them with the impression that everyone from poorer nations wish to come to the West. These findings may be something of a surprise, but they are true. People invariably don't want to leave their homelands, particularly those who have already been driven historically from where they live. Now, as the Israeli journalist Dimi Reader puts it, voluntary emigration, he puts in quotes, I'm afraid you'll start hearing this a lot from Netanyahu and co. Remember, it's not, in quotes, voluntary, and it isn't, in quotes, emigration. It's a euphemism for ethnic cleansing 101. It was literally Adolf Eichmann's first big project with regards to European Jewry. Now, what it means in practice is making the conditions of life impossible, forcing Gazans, therefore, to flee Gaza. Now, this is a pillar of genocide, making the conditions of life impossible. Now, there's the bombing, of course, and that's a large part of this. You flatten civilian infrastructure. You make a place, therefore, uninhabitable. Much of northern Gaza is completely destroyed. Indeed, as Itai Efstein, an Israeli lawyer and special advisor to the Norwegian Refugee Council, puts it, as Israeli military operations in Gaza drive civilians closer to its southern borders, the looming possibility of mass deportation of Palestinians to Egypt grows. 
This alarming prospect follows recent media reports and explicit statements by Israeli officials endorsing such deportation without reasonable justification, proper accommodation in places of refuge, or guarantees of return to homes once hostilities end. Now, the vast majority of these strips, 2.2 million, are not just, as I've said, displaced. They've been driven to an ever-shrinking corner of Gaza in ever more inhospitable conditions. But take this other example in terms of making life impossible. The Israeli plan mooted to flood Hamas's tunnel network with seawater, which would leave Gaza with no drinkable water, devastate what little agriculture is possible there. And this is something which the UN, a UN special rapporteur has specifically flagged in the context of the threat of genocide. Now, Netanyahu continues a two-faced policy of the Israeli government, which loudly and unapologetically broadcasts its war crimes to the Israeli public, while telling the West that actually it's abiding by international law, as though somehow we can't hear what they're telling their supporters in Israel. Now, in the, Washington, in the Wall Street Post, Netanyahu has written, in destroying Hamas, Israel will continue to act in full compliance with international law. Now, this is frankly just a repulsive lie. A hideous lie. From collective punishment to indiscriminate bombing to the forcible removal of civilians to destroying the conditions of life to multiple reports of civilians being massacred and tortured, the Israeli government might as well be reading through the Geneva Conventions solely to work out which parts to violate. Now, Netanyahu blames Hamas's strategy of using Palestinian civilians as human shields, placing terrorist infrastructure inside and underneath homes, hospitals, mosques, schools, etc. Now, Given there are few precedents for a military campaign as destructive and deadly as this, this is risable nonsense. If you detonate that many explosives in an area the size of East London and wipe out that much of its buildings and infrastructure, the presence of human shields is neither here nor there. Mass civilian death is inevitable. Notwithstanding Israel's own history of using human shields, of which I will do a specific video discussing very soon, now Netanyahu's desire to force out the Palestinian population doesn't come out of nowhere. In the 1970s, the historian Max Hastings overheard a young Benjamin Netanyahu dreaming of a war when, if we get it right, we'll have a chance to get out to get all the Arabs out. We can clear the West Bank and sort out Jerusalem. Clearly, a project of his, a Greater Israel project, which goes back a very long time. And so now he enacts his lifelong ambition. But let's just be clear, we shouldn't make this simply about Netanyahu the bogeyman. He's easy to make a bogeyman. Because the threat of ethnic cleansing has widespread support. And there is a coordinated campaign agitating for this grievous war crime to be committed. So take Danny Danon. He's, the, he's another Likud politician, a high-profile Likud politician, and also Israel's former permanent representative to the United Nations. Now, he cites a poll in which 68% of Israeli Jews say that they are very supportive of removing the Palestinian population from Gaza, with 15% quite supportive, 8% not so supportive, and just 9% saying they don't support it at all. That is 83% of Israeli Jews supporting the forced removal, to some degree, of the Palestinian population. Pretty bleak. That just illustrates how courageous Israeli peace activists are and underlines the need for the boycott, divestment and sanctions campaign against Israel. Because most white South Africans bought into apartheid and had to be forced to abandon that position through international pressure driven by campaigning, and the same has to be done all over again. Now, down on both, I'm happy that the Israeli public understands that the plan I initiated for the voluntary migration of residents of the Gaza Strip is the most correct 
and humane solution to the problem. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I mean, where do you even begin with that kind of language? Danon Carrawford, an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal as well, with Ram Ben Barak from the so-called liberal opposition, yes, yes, added, important that because, you know, if you think this is just the Israeli right, that's the problem here. I'm afraid it isn't. In this op-ed, they wrote, the international community has a moral imperative and an opportunity to demonstrate compassion, as they put it, calling on the countries, countries across the world to accept limited numbers of girls and families who have expressed a desire to, as they put it, relocate. Now, this humanitarian veneer for what they're talking about is itself interesting. I'll come on to that. As Francesca Albanese, the UN Special Rapporteur on Human Rights in the Occupied Territories, puts it, I've interviewed her, do check out that interview, voluntary migration, no matter how the Israeli government calls it, forced displacement is a crime, prosecutable under the Rome Statute. Its architects shall be investigated and prosecuted by the International Court and other courts under universal jurisdiction. Now, those agitating for ethnic cleansing are not stupid. Malign, hateful, dangerous, yes, all those things, they're not stupid. They know it's illegal. They know it's not just illegal, it's actually a very grave crime. So that's why they're dressing all of this up in humanitarian lingo. Well, largely when they're talking to the West, when they're talking to a domestic audience, they're more comfortable using terms like human animals and quoting a biblical passage, which in, a sen in essence agitates for genocide and so on. Now, this approach was noted by an excellent piece in the Jewish Currents, uh, in Jewish Currents earlier this month, written by Jonathan Shamir, is entitled Israel's Humanitarian Expulsion, in quotes. Now, Shamir notes the growing prominence of what was once, as he puts it, an extremist position within Israel, the call to push out the remaining Palestinians out of historic Palestine. He notes many calls for that position within Israeli society in newspapers such as Israel Hayom, um, as I say, the newspaper close to Netanyahu, as well as various conservative think tanks. The aim, he says, is to present ethnic cleansing as a humanitarian gesture. He notes that ethnic cleansing of Palestinians has, of course, been a central feature of Israeli policy since the state was founded, with a million Palestinians driven from their homes between 1948 and 1967. But this forced removal of 2.3 million Palestinians in one go would dwarf anything that's so far been done. Now, these calls are indeed being echoed all over the place. There's an article in the Jerusalem Post headed, Why Moving to the Sinai uh, Peninsula is the Solution for Gaza's Palestinians. 
It's striking to note what the author, how the author frames this argument, because it clearly reveals the strategy of the Israeli state. So he says major portions of the metropolis are considerably incapacitated and cannot be simply fixed. Rather, the damaged and destroyed structures must be completely torn down. The tunneled and consequently exploded and bulldozed soil must undergo extensive environmental and engineering rehabilitation. He goes on to say, in other words, the metropolis has to be fully evacuated. The metropolis, sorry. Redesigned, monitored, and only then rebuilt to provide habitable and economic conducive conditions. Such an effort requires unique expertise and immense funding and will take considerable time uh, that cannot be calculated. And on that basis calls for the Palestinian population for their own good to be removed from Gaza and driven into the Sinai in Egypt. So the Israeli state destroys Gaza and then goes, oh, look, Gaza is no longer habitable anymore. I guess the humane thing to do would be to deport the civilian population to save them from the conditions that we created. Well, the civilian population who survive anyway. Now, these calls are frankly being echoed elsewhere. One Israeli council leader has proposed sending all Gazans to camps in Lebanon and flattening the entire Gaza Strip so it becomes an empty museum, as he puts it, like Auschwitz. Specifically, he says, let it become a museum showcasing the capabilities of the state of Israel and dissuading anyone from living in the Gaza Strip. Just fascistic, deranged rhetoric, which has become acceptable. Now, I spoke to Omar Bartov, the brilliant Israeli historian and Samuel Pisar professor of Holocaust and Genocide Studies at Brown University earlier this month. And I specifically wanted to talk to him about the question of ethnic cleansing in terms of its relationship to genocide. Let's just hear a little clip of what he told me. About 1.8 million Palestinians out of 2.2 or 2.3 have been displaced. They've been displaced, they've been concentrated in a very small territory. Uh, their homes have largely been destroyed. The Israeli army and, and uh, government have not committed to allowing them back. And they're now in conditions that are creating an ever-widening humanitarian disaster. And there is a great deal of talk in Israel about removing them entirely from Gaza, which would indicate that this is an operation of ethnic cleansing, as one Israeli minister, Dichter, said, uh, this is Nakba 2023. That is Nakba for the disaster of 1948, the expulsion of 750,000 Palestinians in 1948. Uh, ethnic cleansing often deteriorates into genocide because people don't want to move. And so in order to encourage them to move, you kill them. Uh, and so we are, I think, right now at a point where ethnic cleansing seems to have been carried out and is ongoing, and it may become genocidal. Now, this is a critical point. People don't want to leave their homes, especially the Palestinians who've learned that bitter lesson over and over again that once removed, they don't come back. They're not allowed to come back. The homes are taken away from them. So the response then has to be mass slaughter. And here enters the question of genocide. There is no question at all that the Israeli state is determined to ethnically cleanse the Palestinian population. Some might respond, well, the US will never let them do this. Oh yeah, the US has let them get away with everything so far, with occasional bits of hand-wringing that the Israeli state rightly judges to amount to nothing. Don't count on it. The failure of most Western media outlets, on top of that, to accurately report on what's going on, on the gravity of what it all entails, and indeed the moral obscenity that it represents, well, that's also enabling Israel to get away with anything. So it is up to us to shout about this as loud as we can.
Please like and subscribe. Do share this video. You can keep the show on the road at patreon.com forward slash Listen to us on the podcast. I'll speak to you soon. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.